No rock stars, roadies, or groupies were harmed in the making of this broadcast. On the Rocks with Jamie Wilson is brought to you by Offshore Music. Go where the sound takes you. Giving it to you straight and no chaser. This is On the Rocks with Jamie Wilson. On the Rocks with Jamie Wilson is brought to you by Offshore Music. Go where the sound takes you. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to On the Rocks. And I'm Jamie Wilson, and I'm going to be your host this evening. And we've got a great show for you. Um, it's going to be a different angle tonight because we're going to be talking to a musical director, composer, and arranger, CJ Javier. And with him, we're going to have the Pink Man. Or no, sorry, no the Pink Man Lang. Pink Man Lang. So, hey, man, it's March. It's March 2021, and we're approaching the one-year anniversary of being uh, under this insanity that is called the pandemic. Um, if you are listening to this right now and you are in good health and you've got a roof over your head and clothes on your back and food on your table, then I can just remind you to be grateful and be thankful for all the blessings that we've enjoyed um, throughout this crisis, throughout this very trying time. And of course, you know, one, one thing that was um, amazing that happened during this one year of being cooped up is that we've been getting a lot of really, really good music coming out of this pandemic. I mean, you know, you lock up musicians at home, you give them technology, and something good's going to come out of it. So we're going to be talking about, you know, making music tonight, the magic of making music, and the memories that great music brings, experiences um, playing live versus playing in front of a webcam, and basically everything that, you know, enters our brains later after I've had a few drinks. So <laughs> before we get on with the show, I'd like to thank our... Um, our beloved people who have helped us put this show together. Of course, thank you to Buenos Dias Panadiria, your Milo Buns, your Milo Donuts, our constant source of my happiness. Thank you so much to the Misty Mountain Cafe um, for your premium blend coffees. Um, it's a great pairing. I mean, it's seriously, Buenos Dias and the Misty Mountain Coffee are amazing. It's an amazing combination that just never fails to kickstart my day. Um, thank you also to our friends from Liquor.ph. And tonight, they have sent me a bottle of Jim Beam bourbon, baby. Yeah, Jim Beam. One of my boys in the J Club. You know, Jim Beam is one of the most well-known brands in the world of American whiskey. And one of those distilleries synonymous with bourbon. From 1795 to today, Jim Beam can be enjoyed all over the world. as one of the standards coming out of Kentucky. Try this sweet, beloved bourbon today when you grab a one-liter bottle for only a 1000 bucks when you order from liquor.ph. So, yeah, thank you so much. I'm having a drink with you. Cheers, everybody, to start off the night. It's a Wednesday night. And it's going to be quite interesting because, you know, our first guests today, um, they're a band that um, has affected me in the past few days uh, because I've been going through some blues. Because, you know, when you stop, when you have time to stop and think about things that you've been stuck at home for a whole year, I've been going through some some of the blues, you know, this uh, these past few days because you're thinking, OK, it's one year in and where are we? You know, what am I doing with my life? You know, when you get a moment of rest between scrambling to survive, you start questioning all your choices and then you, you, you play this game of shoulda, woulda, coulda, you know, and you start like spiraling down the rabbit hole. And thankfully, thankfully, these guys and their music 
have successfully lifted my spirits for the past few days. And I must say, um, they've, they've only got a few songs out. And I can't wait for them to make more music so I can just, you know, keep on lifting my spirits <laughs> through their music. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's, let's bring on Baile, Matt, Mark, Gyro. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Pink Man. Hello, good evening. Hey, Matt. Hey. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. We're doing good. Yeah. You're doing good. Grab your intro, Jamie. Well, you know what? It's, it's 20 amazing. over 10. It's really, it's really something that, you know, nag-uusap kami nga ni Audrey um, like a couple of days ago when I was going through these blues. Sabi niya, sakto. Sakto yung guests natin. Sakto yung music niyo. Because, you know, uh, you know a, lot, a lot of people during this pandemic are going through the blues, right? Yeah. And especially yeah. one year in, and it's still kind of crazy out there. Although, lumuluwag naman ng konti. Siyempre, naghahanap tayo ng mga, ng, you know, things to put a smile on our faces. And I'd really like to thank you for putting a smile on my face because, you know, your, your music really, um, really helped me through these past few days. So thank you for that, and thank you for saying yes for being my guest tonight. Thanks for thank listening. You, thank you. <laughs> so, so guys, pala, guys, how? Oh, I was just gonna say, kaya pala dumami yung streamers namin lately. <laughs> <laughs> Kasi naka loop, naka loop sa uh, the whole day. Puro, puro si Jamie pala. Yeah. <laughs> came from one place. <laughs> yeah, and that's my that's my IP address. That's my account. <laughs> So guys, how's how how are you guys been during this pandemic? One year na tayo. So kamusta naman? Matt, let's start with you. Uh well, for me, work from home, typical work from home setup. Uh so yeah, I think it's pretty much uh whatever everyone else is feeling. Well, everyone who does work from home and stuff. Uh but yeah, managing, managing and we still manage to make music, which is a good thing as a band. <laughs> Parang nakakapagod talaga yung work from home, di ba? Kasi parang wala kang, wala kang separation of work and home because you're working from home. Yeah, that's that's exactly the... I feel like yun yung pinaka-disadvantage. Yung parang hindi mo na mahiwala yung work life mo sa, sa personal life mo. Kasi you wake up, you're there na sa workspace mo, tapos masutulog ka na ulit, di ba? So parang medyo nakakaano ng, ng head, messes with your head a bit. Well, at least in my experience. What about you, Jairo? How are you? How are you doing? Jairo, I think you're on mute. No, we still can't hear you. We still can't hear you. Okay, let's go to Baile while he He's figures that though. out. Speechless, though, si Jairo. I speechless. Nakangiti lang nakatingin. At least hindi nakafinis. <laughs> Ikaw, Baile, kamusta ka sa pandemic? Ayos naman. Mahirap pa rin. <laughs> oh, mahirap. Oh, tayo, lahat tayo mahirap, pare. I mean, have you guys, have, oh, you, have, you, have you repurposed yourself? Do you have a day job? Wala. Ano na, nag-aaral. Ganun. Ah, so you're, so, you're, so you're still studying. A working musician. Tapos, yan. Wala lahat. <laughs> Stage management, assistant lahat, crew. Wala lahat. <laughs> Diba? Yeah, ang hirap, ako, do, you, do you remember last year when they announced the lockdown? 
And, you know, basically, we were all, we were all afraid. We were all freaking out. And then, you know, mga two weeks daw, three weeks. Oh, yeah. And then, pagdating yeah. ng three weeks, sabi ko, tapos nagka-cancel-cancel lahat ng mga shows ko. Sabi yeah. ko, hindi oh, lang to three weeks, pare. <laughs> Di ba? <laughs> so, scramble. Yeah, But do you yeah, think, yeah. do you think, I mean, as a working musician, no, as a working musician, um, do you think that you were better equipped mentally Ayan. to deal with Jairo. this? Ayun, okay na ba? Hindi. Hindi. Para o. Pangit, oh, yung mic mo, pangit yung audio mo. Sign language ka na lang. Sign language. No, but being like, being a freelance, like for example, I'm a, I'm a freelance theater uh, artist and all, I'm also a, a musician, right? I, I sing for for a band. Um, nung nag-cancel nag, uh, lahat ng mga show, nung na, na, naramdaman ko yung yung fear tsaka yung uncertainty na anong yeah. gagawin ko ngayon I think that we were more equipped because hindi naman tayo 9 to 5 eh. so nagkakataon na may mga times during the year na oh wala tayong trabaho or oh wala tayong gig di ba? so parang that's what I did na inisip ko lang na ganun tapos anong ginagawa ko even before the pandemic para magkaroon ng gig yan din ang ginawa ko I have to repurpose myself I have to reinvent myself i have to figure out okay how am i going to pay my bills how do i you know do other things but yung na note napansin ko sa pandemic yung mga 9 to 5ers ang nag-freak out kasi natatanggal sila sa trabaho or oh. or na ano sila tapos biglang uy ano to hindi sila sanay sa minsan meron minsan wala kasi every two weeks may sahod sila eh. so i think being working musicians or working artists have actually prepared us better mentally. Not financially. It's never financially. <laughs> But mentally. Di ba? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nag-practice. Oh, nag-practice. Grabe. Ha? nag na Back to basics na intent. Parang diba? dati, ano, CBPM, mas pabilis. Nung pandemic, ginawa ko 6 CBPM, pababa, pabaga, hanggang 30 BPM. Sobrang, yan. <laughs> Ganun. Well, and, and that's good because at least, you know, with all the time on your hands, what can you do? Mm-hmm. You know, like when I was going through, even without gigs and all that, I would set aside like two or three hours a day just to sing. And it really helped me mentally, emotionally. And I realized, uy, abot ko pala yung mga kantan to ah. Kasi nasa stretching range mo eh. Diba? What about you, Mark? Mark? Sorry, Baile, you were saying? Ako, ako nagulat ako nung pandemic. Akala ko kasi may mga bagay ako na ginagawa. Akala ko kaya ko pang gawin ng maganda, may finesse. Tapos yung nag-practice na ako, hindi ko pala kaya lahat yun. <laughs> hindi na pala siya okay. Ganun. Doon na nalaman na hindi pala siya. So nag-practice na ako talaga. <laughs> good. So you, spent all this, so you spent all this time practicing. That's good. That's good. What about you, Mark? Yeah. Uh, actually, nung start of the pandemic, siguro... I finally got start started in learning uh, music production sa mm. so, software mga ganun. <laughs> Kasi yun, yun yung talagang goal ko before it. then uh yeah mahirap mahirap mag maging inspired because of all the stuff that's happening but you know through nakapag-collab naman with some artists as as a solo musician tapos It's good that uh, we, as a band, we were able to keep in touch. Naman, tapos parang pa-plano pa rin naman kami ng music. 
So, yeah. Nah, that's good. That's good. Ano, Jairo? Okay ka na? Okay ka na? Ako narinig ko siya. Pero, yeah, but super, super hina. Soft lang. No. <laughs> <laughs> Medyo. Narinig namin si Yoko. Again. Medyo. Again. Maybe you have to speak like really loud. So. <laughs> well, we can hear you, but it's very, very soft. Lapit. Yeah. Lakas uh, na lang yan, mo. Oh, uh, yeah. Mag-project ka na lang. Mag-project. Uh-oh. So, guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> ayun. Ayun. Pwede yan. Pwede yan. Okay, wait. Okay. Ayan. Mas okay pa yan. That's better. Okay. Sige. Lalapit na lang ako. <laughs> we'll see your beautiful face. So, Jairo, I see a lot of guitars behind you. Ah, yes. Actually, uh, yung tanong mo kanina kung kamusta yung pandemic. Oh. It's actually been a full guitar adventure for me. Kasi a guitar and keyboard adventure. So, nung nag-start yung lockdown, wala akong ibang ginawa kundi mag... Uh, Buy and mag, mag. guitar. <laughs> pero, pero, largely buy. Tapos, mga 10% yung sell. <laughs> pero, buy and sell pa rin. <laughs> how, many guitars do you, how, ma- how many guitars do you have? Uh, right now, man, I gotta be honest, I really don't know. Pakita mo ni Wolvo, so this is one, I know, man. This is one of my latest. It's a Django guitar, dude. It's like a, a replica of Django's guitar. So it's a mm. gypsy jazz guitar. Yeah. Nice. Dapat may dapat may room tour tayo ng ano. Oh my! Dapat niya room tour. Room tour. Pwede naman. Pwede naman. Next time, next. More conversational tayo. Yeah. Right, right. Well, it would be nice. It would be nice to see the rest of your room. Pero kung galawin mo yung setup mo, bakama wala ka ulit eh. Yeah, I can move. I can move it around a bit. Ah. Ah. Gansa. This is an Epiphone. No, no. It just looks like an Epiphone master built but it's just like a cheap 1.5 arch top <laughs> collector yan si Jairo ng ano eh mga what, tig, tig 1.5 na guitar <laughs> 1k 1.5k ayan na he's bring it down na tingnan mo man may dragon <laughs> dragon <laughs> <laughs> pamain pamain Mine. Okay, so before we get lost into Django, into the Django guitar, and the and the Epiphone um, one five version, um, so can, can you can you guys make me quanto? How did you guys get together? Who wants to take uh, well, that? Yeah, you might. Oh. Tiga, tiga. Uh, kami ni Jairo. We've been uh, high, we've been friends since high school. Kasi classmates kami no high school. Uh, tapos nung ka ano nung high school tumutugtog lang kami sa mga ano yung mga parang buwan ng week uh, ganun yung mga school events tapos puro ano kami mga du- duet na parang Jim Croce or Don McLean kaya if you listen to our music now you kind of understand like where that's coming from 
Yes. And uh, tapos nung nag-college na kami, uh, medyo we went our own ways. Kasi si Jairo napakalayo sa College of Music. Tapos ako naman sa College of Science, sa UP. So we were super far apart. Like distance wise even. Uh, pero nung UP Fair 2016, inaya ni Jairo na sumali kami sa Battle of the Bands. Oh. Kasi the primary reason was may prize money na 10K. <laughs> So, so yun talaga yung reason kung, kung ano, bakit kami nag, nag-form ulit. Or at least yung initial reason. And uh, we happened to win. Yeah, we happened to win that night. Uh, nice. We sang two original songs from what we composed way back in high school. Tapos uh, after nun, nag-gigs na kami. Tapos a year later, we we took in Mark, uh, Baile, JR, Jed. Uh, two of them aren't here. Tapos yun, the rest is like history. Gigs na, tapos offshore, and then until today, pandemic. <laughs> so yung musical influences nyo, so I mean, so you've mentioned Jim Croce and Don McLean, right? So it sort of makes sense when you're listening to your music. I heard also bits of, you know, I mean, there, there are moments there where I would hear some Beatles, some CSNY, um, then parang, and then when you went, which we'll be talking more on later, when you released your latest uh, single, Historical, parang, oh, parang naging Beatles, pero nag-LSD na sila. <laughs> it was that era, so, so, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely a lot of Beatles in there. Kasi uh, I grew up on Beatles because of my dad. Jairo also grew up on Beatles. Tapos, um, pero the reason why historical sounds a lot different also from the rest is we wanted to make something super lively this yeah. time. Uh, and we kind of wanted to release all this angst that's uh, been building up within the pandemic. So it started out with a catchy bass line. Si Jairo yung nag-start nun, if you, mm. if you notice the bass line. Yeah. Tapos yun, it just, it just went out from there. As in, we finished the song in like five minutes. You made the song in like five minutes. <laughs> so you got you have to love you have to love moments like that. You have to love moments like that where you know a song just comes to you and f- you finish it in five minutes. And then this was yeah, you know and then you start and then you recorded this. Um, you know h- how did you guys record this during the pandemic? Actually, uh, can you guys oh. hear me? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We can hear. Actually, Matthew didn't even. Actually, me and Matt didn't even write it. Write it. It just came out, and then Baile was there playing the drums, and then Sabi is like, "Okay, yun na yon." We were trying to come up with something to put over a didgeridoo, <laughs> and then. Kwento mo yung ano? Kwento mo yung inspiration ng first line. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you, your first line kasi, uh, I had this calendar, like a 2020. Pakita mo yung calendar, wala ba dyan? Nandito yata, wait. Ah, okay. <laughs> show and tell na naman. <laughs> show and tell na naman to. We keep, we keep on losing him one way or another. Oh. Okay. Pakita mo yung text. Yung text. Pakita mo yung text. Sige tayo yung text. Yan. That's, That's the first, first line of the song. Lines. Yeah. <laughs> That's just it, man. We read the first two lines came off the wall. Like we literally read it off the wall. And then we built off from that. <laughs> we, we weren't even on acid. 
Well, the beauty of it, the beauty, I mean, you may not have been on acid, but when I listen to it, I feel like I'm on acid. So that's a really nice, that's a really nice feeling, you know, when you're, um, when, because it, it, it's very different from your previous songs. Um, I was just uh, talking to you earlier about um, if we're going to go through the details of the single, my favorite of your singles are, um, you know, has to be, I loved, I, I loved all the songs. I loved Hanggang Samuli. I loved your name. Um, but what really hooked me um, because of the, not only the vibe, but the musicality of it also was Ask You To Dance. So when you guys did Ask You To Dance, how did that song happen? Was it a five minute song again that you took off the wall or... Talagang sinulat niya to. Based in the life of Jaira. It was a drunken-filled, a feud song. Intoxication yun. Intoxication. Intoxication ang, ang point ng Ask You To Dance. Because, you know, when you listen to it, you know, your your first line comes on to, I asked you to dance and you said no. And I'm like, where are we gonna go with this song now? And where you went with this song was actually quite amazing because like I was mentioning earlier, when you change the time and you go into this jam at the end, and then it's so bitten. I would have wanted at least four more bars, pare, because ang ganda ng groove eh. Ang ganda, okay lang, who cares? It's not like you're being pressed on vinyl and you have to fit in the format. Go play that groove for six more minutes, man. It's such a good groove. Jamie, that's what I've been telling everyone. Kapag live, kapag live, it it. Kailangan ano? Jairo wants you to join our band, though, Jamie. <laughs> so I can back him up and say, uh, "No, come on, six more minutes." Yeah. 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 I need more. <laughs> so guys, all right. So guys, like, when was what was your last gig before the lockdown? Last gig. Ano ba? Yeah. Parang di, di ko na maalala eh. <laughs> ano ba yung last gig natin? Wow. Ba Matt and Jairo was able to play at a... Oh, Route 196. Rest in peace. And that's even mentioned in your in your song historical. That's why parang, uy, di ba? Saan na tayo? Oh, yeah. How much? Pero, uy, me and ahead, Jaira actually were able to play a gig during the pandemic. Oh, but wow. it was a it, it was a flash gig na protest. <laughs> May mga yeah, we had some friends na were organizing this uh, parang it's like a flash mob kind of thing, pero gig. Yeah. Okay, we we played some ABS CBN. That was when the whole thing was like uh, really at the peak of the issue. Yeah. Nice. So we nice, played a gig nice. right in front of them. But yeah, that's the last one. Yeah. Well, at least now gigs are slowly coming back in terms of there are a few restaurants out there. Conspiracy has been doing it. La Colina has been doing it in Makati. And, you know, I've, I've reinvented myself as a safety officer to, to pay the bills and, you know, creating the safety protocols for you guys to be able to play a gig and for people to attend the gig safely is something that um, a lot of... Uh, a lot of venues are exploring now because lumuluwag ng konti. I mean, nag-roll out na yung vaccines, may mga antigen tests, tsaka RT-PCR tests naman tayo. So basically, the, the atmosphere has gone from fear to baka pwede na. Di ba? 
And um, in terms of in terms of live music, I'm sure you guys are. Basta kung, kung, once you guys play again, and I show up, can we please add the six more minutes <laughs> yes. to ask you to dance? Game. Thirty you minutes. Drum, drum, drum solo. <laughs> My vocal solo, solo then. Two, My vocal solo. solo. <laughs> okay. How come? How come the vocals never get a solo? They get oh, enough. They get enough attention. Ideas. <laughs> <laughs> there, they get enough. There was one during, time. During front. Oh, go ahead. There was. I'm sorry. There, there was one time <laughs> that the, we had a vocal solo. Uh, so so during our first Wish Bus performance, that was like the very very first. Jairo got stuck in bad traffic and he was late. Isa dapat yung magigitar solo sa ang gawsumuli. Oh. So I had no choice but to sing his solo. So it was. Man, that's awesome, and though. I was in yeah. a taxi, dude, listening to these guys play. Zaira was listening, listening to me sing his solo, his guitar well, solo. There you go. I think that should be a staple part of your gig. Pwede kayo magharmony. Kung may guitar solo, harmony ng vocals na that's another thing with Why you not? guys. That's one thing I love about your music is that you have a very dedicated decision to do your harmonies, vocal harmonies. And I am such a huge fan of these vocal harmonies that are not a deliberate harmony. It sounds like your harmonies that you do um, add and they almost sound like one voice just singing two parts. Um, how did you guys decide on that? Actually, uh, we always got those comments na hindi nila ma-distinguish yung voices namin. Mm. But what actually happens is when we write these vocal parts, my parts na hindi ko kaya na si Matt yung gumagawa and vice versa. So, minsan nagko-cross voice kami, gumaganong-ganong kami. So that's, I guess that's the reason why people uh, think that it's one voice, that it sounds like one voice. Yeah, it sounds like one voice just singing two parts, but it sounds so amazing when it's mixed together. It gives it a fuller sound. Parang, parang if, I can, if I were to describe it, and I'm not, a, I'm not a, I'm just a singer, right? I don't know any of the musical terminology to describe this, but parang you're hearing the main vocal and then you hear a kilite. You know that adds on to it, and I love I love the fact that you guys put it in 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 your songs, and even at the most unexpected times. Na parang huh? Don't sila nagharmony? Hindi sa chorus? May 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 ganon? And it's a it's it's a great way to do it because you're actually um you're actually calling attention to that part in the narrative of the lyrics. The, the where you put your harmony, you're choosing which part of the story to highlight vocally. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, part na rin nung ano, nung ideas yun na like how we try to come up with the the climax or the come down or the build up or whatever. Bakit may ganyan yung climax? Bakit may ganyan? Is more effective. Pagka may harmony or 
sometimes kung kunare sabi natin it's a gentle whatever probably okay lang na isang voice you know mm. so uh, usually kami talaga we talk about it na bagay ba dito mag harmony o hindi ba bagay dito or like oversaturated na ba yung harmony or merong tinatawag like bitaw okay lang magbitaw dito na let this one vocal run go mm. on its own Ganun. yeah if you'll notice uh sa yung recent namin na single ay yung before this one yung sardinas oh. you'll notice mas mas sundot sundot yung harmony dun oh nga oh uh, Yeah, uh, yeah. So yan yung discussion, just, uh, yan, yan yung discussion nyo. Uh, kung uh, let's let this run or just come in in parts. Yeah. That's uh, good. Because yeah. I mean, like it, it, for the sake of arranging. Yeah. No, because it does make sense when, you know, if you choose certain parts to do your harmonies in that sense, um, you're highlighting the narrative in that in, in that specific part. You can pick exactly. and choose what words you want to highlight and therefore creating the emotion to achieve that climax. Now, every mm. time I'm going to say climax, I have to do this. Climax. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, it means something else. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do the air quotes, you know? Yeah. Uh, climax. <laughs> so, guys, what's, what's next for you guys? Well, uh, we are actually about to start working on our EP. First EP. Nice. Uh, so it's gonna be as in recorded here in my room and mixed in my room. So it's really gonna be like this very close, uh, parang self-contained thing. But uh, it, it's uh, yeah, because of the pandemic. System. Closed yeah, close to parang close system <laughs> in a way. Yeah. So when did you That's guys get signed? Time. When did you guys get signed by Offshore? That's actually, it, we're already, uh, by August, this will be around, I think, after our third year. So, around 2018, August, that's when we first started working with Offshore, August 2018. Matt, can you, can, you, can you tell me the story and how this happened? Did you send in your oh. tapes? Did you email them your tapes? Did you call them and bug them? You know? Actually, see, see Jairo was kind of more of the one who got us in there. Diba, Jai? Yung gig me Howard. Yeah, uh, our dear friend, Mr. Howard Luistro. Uh, from Old Flamingo. From Old Flamingo. Yeah. He invited us to ano, uh, Apartel's gig as uh, one of the acts. So, Ito yung full flood uh, tour nila. Full flood release. Yeah, yeah. Yung, I think it was the first night, I think. I'm not sure. Pero it was at, ano, uh, Zeppelin. Uh, Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yung sa Pioneer. Sa Pioneer. Sa Pioneer, yeah. Ayun. Oh, nagsasabi yung offshore. Tama, sabi ng offshore music, three years na. Oh, It's crazy, right? List so fast. It's like, yeah. Uh, it's the 36 months sorry. <laughs> months or... Yeah, uh, so it was a Zeppelin. That was uh, it was we were uh, playing as a guest act uh, before a parcel. Mm. That was uh, after no gig. Uh, we were backstage. Uh, si Ellie the backstage. That was uh, small talk with Jairo and 
that's you know everyone was like I, I went up to him I was like hey uh th- thank you sir Ellie for inviting us like grab it first time to to play in a gig with you etc. Tapos he said something na parang uh, non-verbatim pero along the lines of oh yeah oh by the way we've been uh we've been really listening to your songs uh, lately because uh, we're having live uh, recording of Acid to Dance on Facebook mm. lang. And she was like, I've been, me and Pat, yeah, si Pat Sarabia, me and Pat have been listening to this lately and uh, uh, if, if you guys are interested in working on something, just hit us up. But I thought it was small talk. Lang. <laughs> like, you know, I thought it was just like... He's just being polite. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But like, thing you know, nag usap na sila ni Jairo sa backstage. Just like a serious talk na parang, oh, kailan tayo mag kailan tayo mag-record? <laughs> well, thank really? God. Thank, thank God Jairo followed up. Because if not, if it were up to you, Matt, it'd be like, oh, it's being small talk. <laughs> We, we, we wouldn't be here now. Opportunity of a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. great. So, um, you know, uh, thank you, thank you so much for you know taking the time to come on the show tonight. Um, I can't wait to hear what you're gonna come up with in your closed system. Um, and uh, I'd like to remind everybody who's watching tonight, man, you know, go on Spotify and listen to Pink Men. Uh, their new single, Historical, is out on all streaming platforms, and. Um, Oh, sabi nila, oh, love you guys. Oh, hindi, siguro naman, hindi, hindi small talk yan. Love you, Absalom. Small talk <laughs> yan. They love you. My forever, my forever. <laughs> oh, sabi ni Ellie, Ellie saying, oh, sign na kayo. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ellie, I thought they've been signed na. Wala. <laughs> It's more of been like a verbal agreement kind of thing. <laughs> No, but I think it's really great because, I mean, you know, you guys are young guys. Your musical influences, you guys sound like old souls when you guys are playing. When I'm listening to... Um, and Shake Deal. There you go. And you know what? Yep. Those, are the, those are the best deals. You know, when yeah. somebody... Your word, is, your word is your bond and you see it with a handshake, those are the best things. I just love... I just love the fact that you know when you when I'm listening to your songs, it doesn't feel like I'm listening to a whole bunch of makulet twenty year olds. You know, um, I feel like it's gonna be timeless. Your songs are timeless, and it's injected by not only your skill and your talent, but also your sense of humor. So um, I can't thank you enough for getting me past this week with your music. Um, thank you so much for coming onto the show, and man. Um, Oh wait! Oh, who their influences are? Oh, let's go quickly. Individual influences. Oh, individual influences. Let's start with Mark. Ah, ako. Uh, individual mu. Oh, your, <laughs> who are your musical? Who are your musical heroes? Oh man. Uh, well, like Matt said earlier, uh, when it comes to folk music, like Jim Croce, Damon Rice. Uh, Mahilig rin ako sa mga blues rock like uh, of course Juan de la Cruz, um, Stevie Ray Vaughan, mga ganun. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Jairo. Ah, uh, Beatles, Queen, The Doors. Yes. Uh, the Eagles, Everly Brothers. Wow. Uh, 
Simon and Garfunkel. Yes. And Sino pa ba? Ah, wait, wait. Mamas and Papas. Yes. And lahat sila. You might run out of fingers, pare. I hope pala, Jamie, ano, influence ko si Jairo Alba. Ayun. Bad influence. Bad influence. Pero bad influence. I love that. I love that. That should be a t-shirt that you should make for Jairo. Your next live gig or when you do video. Bad influencer. Merch na namin, merch. Bad influencer. Ikaw, Baile. Anong influences mo? Si, ano? Jojo Mayer. No. Ano? Jake Collier. Bad influence din. <laughs> Bad influence din. Si Jairo din. So, musical influences, Baile? Uh, nerve. Jojo Mayer. Mga drums music. Ganun. Mm. Perk, perk music. Jake, Jacob Collier. <laughs> I was just if you like if, if you like drumming if you like drumming mm-hmm. music I was just listening to Mickey Hart from the Grateful Dead oh. he's released so many solo albums tapos ang ganda ng quote niya I just saw the Grateful Dead um, documentary ang ganda ng quote niya Have you ever wanted to make a podcast but just couldn't get your shit together? Well, guys, look no further because there's this great app called Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast on your computer or straight from your phone. All the creation tools you need in one place, plus an idiot-proof interface, makes it a one-stop shop. It's never been easier to create, publish, and distribute whatever your dirty minds want to say. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Smooth like butter, baby. Pag tinatanong siya, um, what do you do? Uh, what, what, what do you work on? Sabi niya. Tapos yung sagot ni, sagot ni Mickey Hart, who's the drummer of the Grateful Dead, he says, I work in transportation. I think, bakit transportation ang sagot niya? He said, well, if it's my job to take you on a trip, yeah. then I'm in transportation. Uh, di ba? Galing, di ba? Galing. Si Baile yun. Baile will take us on a trip. Bad trip na lang, bad trip. What? Bad trip. Bad influence na nga, bad trip pa. Puro negative eh. Sorry, sorry. Totoo yun, totoo yun. Sinasabi niya eh. Naka bad trip na lang isa pag tumutugtog na ako. Paul, nag-polyrhythm si Baile. Ikaw, Matt. Ikaw, Matt. Bad trip. Uh, well, as, Jairo, as I said a while ago, uh, yeah. a lot of it came from Simon and Garfunkel, the Beatles, uh, Jim Croce, especially sa pag-finger style ng guitar. Uh, a lot of that came from there. Tsaka sa harmonies. Um, yeah. Pero kapag sa OPM naman, uh, I grew up on apple hiking. A lot of apple hiking. Because <laughs> of nice. my dad. He had the CD pa. That's later on, siyempre, the first guitar songs that we ever learned were Eraserhead guitar songs. LB Moon, yung G to A. Tapos, Orange and Lemons, etc. <laughs> finger style guitar. Fing- yeah, finger style. style. And, and Climax. Yeah, well, Climax. That's, oh, why, that's why these guys are so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. They develop yeah, their finger style. And take you on the climax. 
Sana hindi na nanonood yung parents ko dito. <laughs> well, don't send so, them to me. <laughs> yeah, actually, Mark, I think your parents are on the thread right now. I and, know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys. Guys, thank you so much for making the time. Um, hey, don't, don't, you know, keep on making music. I can't wait to hear what you guys are going to come up with your EP. But ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check out Pink Man. They're on Spotify. They're, all, they're on all the streaming platforms. And of course, their latest uh, single, Historical. So Matt, Jairo, Baile, Mark, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, thank you, thank you. Pink Man. Bye, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> I love it, man. You know, these guys are so makulet. And, you know, when you listen to their music, you wouldn't really think or imagine how young they are because, you know, seriously, they sound like old souls. And when you, as you've just heard all their musical influences, they're listening to the old stuff. And what I love about these guys is that, you know, it's, they, have, they have made their influences work for them and made them new again. So if you are listening to the sounds of Jim Croce and Don McLean and the Mamas and the Papas, you know, and, um, um, you know, their, their musical influences and everybody that they mentioned, they have managed to distill all their musical influences and make it into their own. And that's what defines their very unique sound, which I personally have grown to love. And that's amazing um, with these young kids. Um, so Pink Men, more power to you guys. And all right, so we're going into our next guest right now. Next guest, a dear, dear friend of mine. He has, uh, I've, I've worked with him on so many shows. Um, you know, kulang yung fingers ko para magbilang. Um, he is always, he's known as the actor's musical director, but he's also a composer, an arranger, um, and one hell of a musician as well. I have seen this man literally just play anything. Um, if you talk about any genre um, and any um, any difficult um, musical pieces, this guy is, you know, behind his back, we call him maestro, but we never really say that to his face because he'll blush and he'll freak out. Um, he, he is now currently the musical director of Hong Kong Disneyland. So please welcome my dear, dear friend, ladies and gentlemen, CJ Javier. Hello, brother. Kamusta? Hey, brother. How are you, man? Brother. I'm good, I man. I miss you, too. CJ. Yes. How's, how's the pandemic over there, pare? Pare, nag-open na kami. Uh, yes. Na. Yun yung pinakamasaya sa lahat. Siyempre, nakikinig ako nila sa interview ng mga bagets. Grabe, oh. I feel old, no? Masaya nila. <laughs> I feel uh, old, too, man. But you know what's yeah. nice about their music? It sounds old, but it sounds new. Yes. So, ang galing. Ako sa Apple Music. Check. I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to check oh, it out. Ang galing. Sure. So, one one year ago, uh, you know, you guys shut down and you guys are back. You you guys are back up and running. Is it running at 100% capacity? Uh, not yet. Face reopening right. kami. Sarado kami tuwing Martes and Webes. Mm. Actually, tatlong beses na kami nagsasara, James. Uh, oh, wow. Yes. For the third time last November, when we opened the castle, uh, we then had to close because there were many cases, and we opened lang namin two weeks ago. Uh, so far, so good. Kanina nag-nagraround sa wala, namin tao sa sa park. Nice. Medyo lumalayo ka ng konte, di ba? Just to just to be sure. Just to be sure, di ba? 
Pero, yan. Masaya kasi talaga pag mayroon tao sa park. At uh, yun talaga yun eh. Yun ang, yun ang masaya dun. So, CJ, I've, I've, I've known you for, you know, Forever. more than, <laughs> yeah, you know, more, 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 for more years than I can count. And, you know, I, I'm so happy. Thank you so much for saying yes to this because these are, you know, this, these are the moments, this is the opportunity for me to ask you questions that because we're so busy working together na hindi ko natatanong sa'yo. Yes. So, it's going to be nice to know um, some of the things, some of the questions I've always meant to ask you and it's going to be great to share to our listeners. So, first and foremost, what I'd like to know is um, what music did you grow up listening to? What was the music playing in your house? Yes. Well, lumaki ako sa probinsya, no? Alam mo yan. Uh, hmm. Meron akong Walkman nung bata ako. Usually, eh, kasi 80s, so Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, mga ganyan. Tapos, Mr. C, mga songs ni Mr. Ni Mr. C, uh, VST and Company, uh, Ray Valera. <laughs> so, yun, wow. Nakikinga yeah. ako sa probinsya nung no, araw. Uh, and then, you know, uh, since nagpa-piano lessons ako back then, classical music. Uh, Prokofiev, Rachmaninoff, yun yung mga listening materials ko back then. Bata so you started ako. playing, you started playing piano because you were interested in playing the piano or because your family just said, okay, you have to take piano? Yun, yung sinabi mo, pangalawa. So dinala lang nila ako <laughs> sa piano teacher and then wala na, wala na akong choice, di ba? Kasi dinala ako ng, ng lola ko doon. So I had to take lessons once a week. Uh, eventually, nagusto ako naman siya. Ako lang yung natira doon sa magpipinsa na <laughs> nag, nagle-lesson. Kasi yung kapatid ko, mas magaling saan before. Kaya lang, takot siya doon sa teacher ko. Uh, <laughs> kasi old school, merong stick. May so, stick? Ako lang, oh, yes. So, alam mo, ako lang yung matyaga ako, di ba? So, ako talaga yung nagstay. And, uh, yan. Yan ang naging buhay ko, music. So, tamang-tamang decision. You know what's interesting because diba, parang we belong to a generation where diba, you were always given piano lessons were the first thing that, were, that was given to you. Eh, since bunso ako, nung sinabi nila, eh yung mga ate mo hindi tumagal sa piano lessons. Ito lalaki, bakit pa siya magpa-piano, diba? Tapos hmm. how ironic na ako pa yung lumanding sa banda. Correct. <laughs> so they never fun. even bothered sending me two piano lessons back then kasi they thought, ah, oh, he's gonna get into sports or he's gonna do something else. Tapos ako pa yung lumanding sa banda. <laughs> so yung mga, yung mga kapatid mo marunong? Oh, nag-piano, nag-piano lessons sila. But okay. hindi, sila tum- hindi sila tumagal. They don't, yes. I mean, they can, they can play certain pieces but they weren't really into the world of music. I was the one that fell in love with the whole world of music. So CJ, yeah. do you remember the time where you where you actually fell in love with music. And what music uh, was that? Not because you had to learn these pieces on the piano because your teacher had a stick, but when was the time where you actually fell in love with playing music? Uh, good question. Kasi, syempre, nouna, di ba? Parang, nirequire ka lang mag, mag-lesson and all that. Uh, nung ano, nung, uh, nung nakikinig ako ng mga songs ni... Rakatawa. No, hindi naman nakakatawa. Si, si Joe Marichan, gusto gusto ko yung mga songs niya nung, nung time na yun. Sabi ko, gusto ko makasulat ng mga ganong kanta na, alam mo yun, andaling matandaan ng melody and all that. Mm. So, kasi ang dami kong, kong pangarap nung time na yun. Eh. Gusto ko maging arkitekto kasi mahilig din ako mag-drawing. Alam mo yan. Pero, nung naikinig ako ng, ng mga OPM songs back then, 
Sabi ko gusto kong sumulat ng ganung kanta. Uh, so, yun, doon ko na-realize na, na music ang gusto kong puntahan at the time. And how old were you when you realized this? 12. 12 years wow. old, I think. Yes. Wow. So, you knew what you wanted to do at 12? Yes. Yun ang gusto kong gawin. Pero, alam mo yun, syempre, may ibang, may iba silang, may ibang pangarap sa akin, syempre, yung, <laughs> yung oh. parents ko, di ba? Ganyan. Well, hindi naman nila ako pinipilit ko ano yung gusto kong gawin. Yun naman yung maganda sa kanila. Pero, noong time na yun, bago yung, bago ko na-discover na music ang gusto ko, gusto ko maging hmm. arkitekto. Uh, hmm. But then, yun nga, may realization ako na, na gusto kong gumawa ng mga kanta eh. Tapos hindi ako makagawa ng kanta. Yun ang problema. Hindi <laughs> <laughs> ako makapag-compose ng, ng mga songs noong time na yun. Uh, so, wala akong nagawa kanta. Uh, uh, hanggang, hanggang makagraduate ako ng college. Doon lang ako nakapagsulat ng songs. But this led you to choosing the College of Music. Yes. Yan ang nakakatawa doon, Yes. Uh, so, provinsyano, di ba? Uh, graduate na high school. Gusto mag-aral sa Manila kasi, siyempre, <laughs> in, di ba? Sa Manila ka. So, uh, noong time na yun, ang, ang, ang hit na course ay physical therapy. 90s, di ba? Uh, so, pag uh, PT ka, andun yung pera. So, doon ako, yun, ang, yun yung course na in-apply ko sa, sa UP. <laughs> Wow. Sa, sa UST. Ayun, awa ng Diyos, bagsak. <laughs> Yun yung first choice ko. Second choice ko, psychology. Hindi rin pumasa. Tapos yung third choice ko, music. Uh, hindi ko alam that time na pag hindi ka pala pasado sa UPCAT, pwede ka pa rin umapila dun sa, sa College of Music na UP. Uh, mm. Pero nakapunta ako sa UST. And then, nung naglalakad pa lang ako doon sa konservatorio, nagmutugtog yung mga banda doon sa, sa hallway. Sabi ko, ito yung gusto kong kurso. So, yun. Doon na, naging role na ako. Uh, yun na yung pinili ko. Alam kong hindi PT ang para sa akin. Kundi music. Parang, well, it sounds like CJ na the course chose you instead of you choosing the course. Kasi hindi ka pumasa sa PT. Hindi ka pumasa sa Tama, psychology. Diba? <laughs> oh pinili ka ng music, pare. Parang sinabi yes. ng music, dito ka. Iho, halika. Yes. Dito ka. Diba? <laughs> Parang, Yeah, 12, 12 years old ako, nagparamdam siya sa akin. Pero oh. alam mo yun, yung wala pa akong talento noong time na yun. And then, pagka-graduate ko ng high school, wala pa rin talento, alam mo yun. Pero nandun yung kurso na alam kong huhulma sa akin. Kasi doon talaga sa UST ako, doon ko natutunan yung disiplina and all that. Hindi ko naman sinasabi, hindi ako din disiplina ng teacher ko, di ba? Pak, di ba? Oh. Pero, yeah, doon ako nag-grow talaga as a, as a musician uh, when I entered the conservatory. And when you went into the conservatory, you were going into um, uh, what was the specific performance pianist? Yes, performance piano. Piano performance. Piano, so classical, piano performance. classical piano. Yung uh, yung uh, kinuwakong course don, which is nung pagdating na audition, <laughs> yun nakatawa don. Eh. So nag audition ako dun sa dinamin si Miss Fule, eh, uh, hmm. na well, sumalangit na wala na siya. Uh, wala akong That time kasi hindi pa ako advanced na pianista eh. So hindi pa ako nagmo-Mozart, lahat na yan, di ba? So tinugtog ko Bumble Boogie, pare. <laughs> so sabi niya, <laughs> oh, oh yes, parang tuwan-tuwa pa ako doon na, di ba? Sabi niya sa akin, Iho, wala ka bang alam na ibang kanta? Wala ka ba alam na ibang music? Mozart or ano? Wala, yun lang yung na-prepare ko. Pero ayun, pinagbigyan niya ako, nakapasa ako. And uh, 
yun na. Well, sometimes, sometimes it's a good idea. Like, I mean, I've been with you in so many auditions um, when we when we, when we were doing musical theater together. And sometimes it's it's a smart idea to choose something that will make you stand out. That that is your strength also. So kung yan yung prepare mo, tututugin ko. Diba? Yes. Made you stand out probably na parang everybody was playing Mozart, everybody tapos biglang mahabol boogie. Sino tong batang to? <laughs> eh, eh, kasi nga bro, that time nung, nung nag-audition ako, pumunta ako sa USD, audition na agad eh, pagdating ko doon. Wala akong oh, wow. na-prepare na kahit na anong mga pyesa dahil piti nga yung ano eh, piti yung course oh. na alam mo oh, yun na piniprepare ko. So wala, hindi ako nakapag-insayo. Hindi ako nakapag-lesson ulit sa teacher ko. So yun lang yung, yun yung final recital piece na alam ko. So yun yung tinugtog ko sa kanya. And then wala na iba. So, alam mo naman ako, kailangan may pyesa, di ba? Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, yun but... yung memorize ko eh. Eh, pero yeah, tang, tang, tinanggap ka o oh, tanggap ka pa rin. Yes. So from classical music, CJ, which is like so, so strange because I've, you know, we've worked in, we've worked together so many times and I've never really seen you as a classical music um, person. But going from that, how did you fall in love with the world of theater? Yes. So... Kasi parang ang layo, ang layo ng mundo eh. Medyo malayo nga siya. Kasi talagang na-discover ko lang yung theater pagka-graduate ko. So, graduate ako ng college. Tagal ko sa kolehiyo, mm-hmm. 80 years. 80 years ako nakakulong doon. <laughs> Pero awang na just nakagraduate ako. And, and then, yung uh, may guitar teacher ako na nakasama ko siya sa... Well, guitar teacher ko, uh, meron siyang isa pang co-teacher na tropa, alam mo yan, nagkataon tropa siya nila, tropa siya nila Bart, nila <laughs> Bart King Gohonan, nila, nila Michael. In that time, they, they they need someone na mag-MD dun sa isang show nila. Wala ako alam-alam. Uh, inaamin ko, wala ako alam sa musical theater that time. Kasi nga, dun ako eh, classical. Uh, then, in-introduce nila ako, nag-dinner kami, dun sa bahay, nakilala ko sila Menchu, ganyan. And then, sabi niya, ikaw na lang, ikaw na lang mag-MD anitong show na to. Wala akong kaka-XP experience. Oh. Then, binigay nila sa akin yung CD nung, nung ano, ng show. I listened to it. And when I listened to the the music of the last five years, iba. Iba yung dating sa akin. As in, ibang, ibang mundo ito. Ah. Ah, ang ganda oh. nito. And uh, doon ko na-discover na na parang parang gusto ko siyang subukan. Uh, and parang meron akong parang meron akong pwedeng ibigay dito. Hindi ko tinanggap yung pagiging MD though. Uh, uh, sabi ko, iba na lang yung maging MD, yung guitar teacher ko. Ako na lang yung rehearsal pianist. And then, yeah, doon na nagsimula. Tapos, uh, si Labarta nabigay sa akin ng opportunity. Uh, nagkaroon ulit na isang show kung saan di sa two yeah. years after. Then yun na. Yun na yung simula nung uh, love affair ko sa musical theater. Nakalimutan so ko ni Classical. <laughs> so you were also the... So you became the MD for Once on this Island? Uh, eventually. Uh, second keyboard lang ako nung umpisa. Dahil yung MD si Ronnie. Eh, si Ronnie Bordich. Mm, yes. uh, and then, yun nga, si Ronnie went to Hong Kong. Tapos mag- magkaroon ng rerun. So ako yung, ako yung na-promote. Pare, kabado, grabe. Diba? Kasi all, all-star cast yun. Bagito, diba? Kaya mo magbigay ng notes. Was this in GSIS? This uh, was the one in GSIS, no? No, RCBC. You, you once? Ah, tama. Yes. 
Okay, so RCBC siya. RCBC siya noong 2005. Kundi ako nakakamali yeah. 2005. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. And then so you know, since then you started getting more and more into the world of musical theater as an MD. Yes. Uh, um, na, introduce na ako sa ibang mga companies. Kaya kita nakilala, di ba? Sa so, so New Boys, ganyan. Uh, yun ang maganda kasi that time, tumatawid ako sa iba't ibang grupo. Eh. So, nagpeta din ako. Uh, dami pa. Pero yun, kasi that time, puro, puro sila Bartian nagbibigay sa akin ng projects. Uh, and then, yun nga. Nung dumami yung contacts, uh, nagkaroon ng maraming proyekto sa Baysabay. And then eventually, uh, nagkaroon ng opportunity sa Atlantis na maging parte ng banda nila. So doon ako nakapasok. And that's where, that's where um, you and I actually started working very closely together. Because if you don't, you know, CJ is the kind of person that will actually, he has the patience and he will take the time to explain things to musical idiots like me. Um, because I don't read music. Um, I do everything by ear. And I'm not really trained as a singer in terms of if you tell me, okay, this is in the key of E, I have no idea what the hell a key of E sounds like. And being with CJ, um, with you, bro, um, you know, helped me so much in my, in my musical theater work because, you know, he would take the time to actually explain things to me on why I'm shifting from this note to this next note. Um, and then, of course, eventually when we did a lot of musicals together, CJ eventually started giving me all the harder stuff to do. <laughs> Which would kill me. He would he would make me he would make me switch vocal styles in the middle of a show when I would be switching characters and all that. Um, which we'll get more into later because we have a whole lot of shows to talk about. But when you first became musical director, CJ, what was the most challenging task that you had to do? I mean, you're you 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 went from a rehearsal pianist. So that should be a unique point of view because you're 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 hearing the notes of the director, you're seeing it, you're seeing the process of the creation, and then all of a sudden you're musical director. What's the most challenging being a musical director? The most challenging, kasi na na iisip ko pa na tatanda ko pa yung Watson Dis Island, eh, yung sits probe don don James. <laughs> Krabi yung pressure, de ba? Dahil sempre alam mo na. It's your, it's your day. And it's yeah. your day. Uh, a sits probe, if you don't know, guys, uh, for, for those of you who are watching, a sits probe is the first time that the actors will meet and rehearse with the full band. Before that, it's just a rehearsal pianist. Um, because, you know, that's how things are done here. We don't have budget to pay for the band from day one. So basically, we have one sits probe, right? That's, that's the standard. We have one sits probe where we meet the band, we hear the actual instruments that are going to be playing during the show. And then the next time we see each other, it's in the theater already during a dress rehearsal. And the next thing you know, we open. And every sits probe, CJ changes T-shirts like two or three times because he's, he's so nervous while he's yes. um, commanding because it's his day. He's the musical director. Yes. He's conducting us and all that. But what stresses you out about this, CJ? Because I would think, I would think that, yay, finally, I get everybody in the same room and we're going to actually hear what it sounds like. So and what do you stress about? Well, dalawa yun. Yes. Yung sinasabi ko kanina, yung first, first sits probe ko talaga uh, is once on this island as MD, di ba? So, yeah. 
Tapos second keyboard player ko pa, man-man ang siko. Alam mo yan. So yung pressure, <laughs> di ba? Hindi kami magkakailala that time. Uh, wala pa kasi yung boses nun eh. Alam mo yun, uh, hinahanap ko pa yung boses ko. So hindi ko alam kung paano ko usapin that say si Jamie Wilson. Hindi ko alam kung paano kita bigyan ng note. So, kasi okay. napip- alam mo yun, parang uh, na-intimidate pa ako that time. In, in other words. Uh, ilang shows pa yung duman bago ko nahanap yung boses ko. Bago ko nahanap yung, yung lakas ng loob. Pagdating sa Atlantis, tinatanong mo kung ano yung, ano, ano yung source ng stress ko. Siyempre, oh. lab na lab ko. Pero si Bobby talaga yung source of stress ko. <laughs> Talagang, basta, kasi gusto ko, ano, gusto ko ma-deliver na maganda yung music ng show. Yun yung, yun yung pressure. Eh. And, uh, at kilala mo ako, napaka-passionate ko pagdating pa lang sa band rehearsals. Kaya nga, yung ibang, ibang musiko ayaw sa akin, di ba? Kasi, hmm. strict ako eh. Tapos, gusto ko kasing maibigay kay Bobby ko na yung kailangan niya. Yes. So, sa, sa Seeds Probe, uh, I get frustrated easily kung hindi, kung alam kong, kasi alam ko ano gusto niya, kung alam mm-hmm. kong hindi niya magugustuhan yung produkto. So, yun lang talaga yun. Kasi kapag iniisip ko naman sa ibang Seeds Probe na ginawa ko, sa ibang mga shows, wala namang ganong klaseng stress. So, <laughs> yun lang. <laughs> well, I mean, delivering, delivering good work is always a constant source of stress and pressure. And yeah. also considering some of the music that you've had to um, interpret in terms of, um, you know, uh, the variety of of musical theater pieces that you've had to um, do that with. Siyempre, paiba-iba yung setup mo. Iba-iba yung, like, minsan, malaking orchestra. Minsan, four-piece band lang kayo, five-piece band. Minsan, um... You know, iba-iba yung players mo. You don't always get the same players because it depends on the strengths and the combinations of your players, no? Yeah. Um, how how is it working on a, you know going show by show? What what would you say was your hardest? Hardest, sure, kapag may bagong musiko na napapasok sa grupo mo, kasi uh, during yung early part ng career ko, uh, hindi pa masyado, wala pa masyado kilala. In other words, na mga musiko. So, puro referral lang yung binibigay sa akin. So, hindi mo kilala ko sino yung makakasama mo. Tapos, magugulat ka lang during band rehearsal. Hindi pala nagbabasa. Alam mo yun, di ba rin magbilang. <laughs> so, y- yun, yung, yun yung challenge. Uh, kasi, pagdating naman ng band rehearsal, dapat alam na alam ko na yung music, di ba? Y- yun, yung, yun yung ano eh. Yun yung kailangan mo maatin. Lalo na ako si... Lalo na si Bobby yung director mo kasi mas alam niya sa'yo yung music. So, kailangan dumating ka dun sa level na yun na alam na alam mo yung, yung music. So, kapag nakaharap mo na yung banda, dapat ma- maituro mo sa kanila kung ano yung kailangan para do sa show. So, yun. Yun yung challenge early on dahil hindi ko kilala mga musiko. Hindi ko, hindi ko pa alam kung paano, kung paano uh, gawing maayos yung tunog ng <laughs> grupo. Mm. Then, ano lang, up, after doing a lot of shows with you know the usual suspects tapos buko kami ng mga bago dun dun ko lang talaga dun ako nagkaroon ng ng counting sistema uh, kung paano mas magiging madali yung proseso and to see you i mean you're not only handling the musicians but you also have to um sort of mate it also with your actors with yeah. your singers you have to help them. i mean like you've helped me um i don't know how many times you've helped me also uh, in terms of Jamie, dito ka papasok. Or Jamie, you're oversinging it. Or Jamie, hindi ikaw si Migayesa. <laughs> kantahin mo yung harmony. Wag mo kantahin yung lead na vocal. Yes. 
and that was, I think, one of our most fun shows together is when we did Rock of Ages together. And Rock of Ages, if you've never seen it, ladies and gentlemen, Rock of Ages, the band is on stage. And they're in costume. And this is set in a bar on the Sunset Strip in L.A. Um, in the in the in the uh, 80, 80s, yung, ano eh, yung glam rock na era, 80s to 90s yan. So we had CJ, who not only had to stress out over putting the band together, getting a good sound together, making sure the singers are singing the right thing, but naka-costume din siya. Tapos naka-mohawk, naka-mohawk anon. That's my favorite look of yours. And I yes. remember um, when we started in Rock of Ages, um, when I auditioned um, for Rock of Ages, I had a very specific role that I wanted. And um, I remember in the audition, si Chari, bless her soul, they asked me if, Jamie, um, if we can't give you the role of Dennis Dupree, are you okay with taking any role? And this was after I sang when CJ was playing the piano. I, I, my audition piece was Wanted, Dead or Alive. Um, from Bon Jovi. And I said, you know, uh, Direct Charlie, Lisa, um, kahit na magbibenta ako ng program o kaya kahit na page turner ako ni CJ, papayag ako. But I just have to be part of this show. And that show was so much fun, we did it three times. <laughs> yes. But I remember when... that, Jamie. I remember that, Jamie, because that's your first show, actually, for yeah. Atlantis, remember? Yeah. yeah. That was my first show for Atlantis. Um, and... Um, that was the first time I had to, you know, the hardest part kasi for me in that musical, CJ, and that you kept on making me pukpuk, is that I knew the music in its original version. Yeah. But of course, <laughs> the composer and the arranger, iniba nila yung areglo, tapos iniba nila yung mga harmonies. So parati, akong parati mo akong pinapagalitan na, Jamie, that's Migayesa's part. Stop singing that. You have to sing the harmony. Habi ko, ang hirap eh. Kasi alam ko yung original eh. Di ba? Yes. But Jamie, you're so, not Stacy. <laughs> I know you yeah, Jamie, you're not Stacy Jacks, okay? But um I think, you know, that was the most fun we had because I I don't remember you being very strict in that show because the show itself was fun. So we were having a lot of fun, although a lot of hard work, diba. But yeah. for example, in something like Rock of Ages, and yung pinakamalaking challenge mo, CJ. For for Rock of Ages, syempre, oh. Ano makakatugtog kung lasing ako, Jamie? Kasi <laughs> 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 di ba yun? Remember? Yeah, that's the only show na naligal ako uminom before the show. Uh, kasi yun yung direction ni Chari, di ba? Parang pre-show. Oh. Uh, two shows a day. So dalawang ilang shots yun, di ba? Oo, oh, ilang uh, shot. Oh. So yun yung challenge. Of course, kasi nasa, ba- nasa stage yung banda eh. Tapos hindi naman kami rock stars. Hindi <laughs> kami. kami Kita mo na mga grupo ko doon. Ang gagaling nilang musiko, di ba? So paano kami, paano namin ma-match si Jamie Wilson, si Jet Pangan, or si Megayesa? So yun yung challenge doon. Kasi pagdating sa tungtugan, grabe naman din yung mga musiko na kasama ko doon. Yeah, I remember when, you know, when Erskine would have a lead, you know, a guitar, a burning guitar solo, but it was so soft. I'm like, Erskine, yes. can we turn up your amp? <laughs> and he's, you know, and, and if you don't know him, Erskine's a brilliant guitar player, but he's so shy. So, yeah, and nag-acting lessons pa kayo, eh. Yes. Nag-work with you, pa kayo. I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, we, yeah, we were, we were well, may, 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 may halong inuman nun, pero <laughs> under the guise of uh, workshop. <laughs> yes. So, yan, saya-saya nung show na yun, grabe. 
uh, and then you know we, we did it we did it three we did it three times we went from RCBC theater to Miralco theater um, we had um, you know rotations in the cast but it was always such a good show in terms of um, fun because the show was not heavy at all but yeah. how do you so how do you do that you know CJ like like as an actor you know I can go through the show in terms of you know I'm part of the story kasama ako sa kwento so my point A to point B ako um kung fun yung show kung seryoso yung show yan yung yan yung um emotions na na dumadaan sa akin di ba but like hmm. for example how did you go from how do you switch gears from something like rock of ages or something fun like aladdin also to playing something like um next to normal or fun home where where the you know with going from such loud musical theater productions to very very quiet musical theater productions how do you do that as a musical director uh research uh i study a lot kasi kailangan alam mo yung material diba hmm. tapos yun nga yung maganda dun sa opportunities na nabigay sa sa Atlantis iba-iba yung style ng mga shows diba pag tinanong mo yung yung lineup ng shows na mga nagawa ko in the heights for example yes uh, diba uh, and then yun nga next to normal one of the most memorable shows that i've done K- kailangan ko aralin talaga ng gusto yung yung style uh, para makapag-adjust ako and siguro yun nga yung maganda din may classical training ka so hmm. you are able to to read the score and uh, alam mo yan yun yung yun yung yun yung advantage kasi nga uh, meron kang meron ka ng tool eh na kaya mong basahin yung pyesa hindi mo kailangan sifra lang so mm-hmm. kailangan ko talagang aralin na gusto and of course may pag-communicate do sa director kasi uh, importante yun eh kung ano yung kailangan niya for the show and yeah what what kind of mood what kind of feel yes. uh, may may question tayo from gold gold soon meron bang music that you wish you could play pero hindi kaya hmm good question si CJ parang kaya niya sasabihin ko sasabihin ko wala no pero ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, pare mga yung mga songs ni JRB mm. alam mo natatakot pa din ako doon sa mga pyesa ni JRB kapag nag nag-audition kami dito eh kasi iba pa din siya alam mo yun syempre excited ka during auditions mm. ala eh pa- ang hirap talaga ng mga pyesa kahit na natugtugo na siya so Siguro, yun yung pinakamalapit doon sa tinatanong na gold na hindi <laughs> ko kaya tugtugin. Uh, pero yun nga, kasi I constantly challenge myself. Na feeling ko kasi kaya ko tugtugin lahat. Kasi yun naman dapat yung mentality mo, di ba? Uh, otherwise, yun, wala kang trabaho. Just uh, sa Pinas. And, I, you know, and, and going also from your, from your um, many musical theater um, projects, going from... You know, like for example, Rock of Ages was glam rock. Then you go into Next to Normal, which is a different kind. It's like alternative rock. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you go into the Heights, which was Latin infused um, beats. You know, hip hop and all that. And you know, you had also the added pressure when you did In the Heights that the composer and the writer came to watch you. That's when you met Lin Manuel, right? Yes. Um, pressure. So, Oh, diba? so was he here? He was here. He came and he watched a show, na, diba? So nag-open na kayo. Ah, uh, dumating siya nung rerun. Ah, nung rerun. So yeah. so okay na kayo. Nag-open na kayo, na set na lahat. 
And is that what what goes through your head when you're playing a show and you know the composers there in the audience watching? Pare, nerve-wracking, siyempre. <laughs> diba? Kasi alam niya lahat na tinutugtog mo. <laughs> oh, sila nagsulat eh. Yeah, yun yung isa sa pinaka... Yun yung unang experience ko na dumating yung composer or, alam mo yun, nakausap ko siya. Uh, kasi yung Carrie din, di ba? Uh, oh. Nakapaystime ko si si Michael Gore uh, while we were doing rehearsals. Pero sobrang sobrang pressure kasi nga alam ko na bawat nota na tinutugtog ko, bawat nota na kinakanta ng mga singers, alam na alam na yun. But he's so nice. In, alam mo yun, hindi mo kalain na isang, itong tao to, Tony Award winner, napaka, napaka simple niya and he's so helpful. Inausap niya ako tungkol sa score, ano yung improve. Uh, alam niya kung alin yung mga palpak. <laughs> pero sinabi <laughs> niya sa akin yun. Hindi niya sinabi siyempre sa harap ng mga musiko pero sinabi niya sa akin. Uh, and yun yung tinry namin improve dun sa show. And so so you you at least you get a chance to um talk to the people who created it. Uh they give you pointers. Um and in in this journey in terms of you know going from for example in the heights and then you go into carry where we had the writer fly in also and all our all us actors were extremely nervous because you had the guy who wrote it in the audience watching your rehearsal. We hadn't even opened yet. He was there at the dress tech. Yeah. And so we're all like thinking, oh my God, we have to get every note right, every word right, because, you know, he's right. He wrote it. He knows when you when you mess up, right? And then you go into, but these things, you don't have a lot of freedom to rearrange things or to make it fit. You have to play it as written. And it also, it depends on what the director's vision is. I know all those, all these factors come in. But the freedom that I saw that you had for the first time was Saturday Night Fever. Um, that was, I think, the first, I was assistant director for that. I was an actor for that. You were the MD for that. And I remember we were writing the script. You were arranging the songs. Um, how did that feel when you were given the freedom to do that, CJ? Oh, I think CJ froze. There we go. There, yeah. he's reconnecting. Bro, sorry, nawala ako. Yes. So yung yung when when you're usually working on uh, musical theater projects, but you have to you have to play it as it's written. Yeah. Uh, you have very little wiggle room, very little freedom, diba. But when Saturday Night Fever, biglang we were given permission to totally rework it. How was that? Um, doing the you know being the MD for that. Well. Yes, yun yung matagal nating hinihintay, syempre, freedom <laughs> to be able to sort of put your own stamp dun sa, sa show. Uh, uh-huh. And nabigyan din tayo the opportunity to do that for Piaf, remember? Uh, ah, yeah. Since, yes, yeah. that's my first. Before, right. before Saturday Night Fever. Score? Yes, we didn't have a score. Yes, we didn't have a score. Yeah, we were, we were picking and choosing which parts of the songs we would put and where yeah. we would the song that's right but that was a very that's on a very small scale because it was just you and um sam lombardo on the yes. on the accordion oh pero yun yeah nabigay sa akin ni bobby yung script doon sabi niya oh ito yung next show natin ha sabi ko oh nice direct ah daming mga songs dito oh walang piyesa yan bahala ka <laughs> so yun yung <laughs> so, yun yun. so i had to of course collaborate with 
guys. It's never been easier to make a podcast. All you got to do is look for a great app called Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast on your computer or straight from your phone. All the creation tools you need in one place, plus an idiot-proof interface. Man, you can create, publish, and distribute whatever you want to say. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Smooth like butter, baby. with Pinky para alam mo yan para tama yung mga keys ng mga songs. Uh-huh. It's a fun it's a fun it's a fun uh, experience of course. Kasi first time ko din mag-transcribe eh, di ba? Uh, small scale kasi piano and uh, accordion lang. But it also prepared me for Saturday night fever kasi mm-hmm. yun bigger group. At the same time naging bagan training sa Sign Jamie kasi yun naman ang ginagawa ko dito. Alam mo yan <laughs> uh, to arrange for the group. Uh, yun nga, uh, perfect opportunity to uh, to really polish that skill. Nice, nice. So you know, in terms of like when you when you do when you are the musical director also, and you end up playing also in the in the pit every night, right? Whether it be you know your second keyboard or you're playing you know first keyboard, and you have to conduct everybody else, right? That's a lot of multitasking going on. So how how do you develop that skill of being able to do all those tasks and cue the actors when to come in, like actors like me who get lost and I need to be told to come in by CJ's head. See, CJ, he conducts with his head. You know? Um, how did you develop those skills? Well, una-una, kailangan, kailangan mer- you, you develop the confidence first. <laughs> kailangan alam na alam yung material kasi you won't be able to conduct if you uh, don't know the show. Siyempre, marami ako kilalang ganun, di ba? Parang, oh, bahala na, di ba? Pero you have to know the material uh, to be able to to multitask. Kasi yung responsibility, yun nga yun eh. Uh, during the show, yung music director, musical director, saka yung stage manager na yung nagpapatakbo ng show. Of course, yeah. yung actors yung, yung actors yung buhay ng show. But yung dalawang yun yung parang, sila yung driver eh. Uh, uh-huh. Isa doon sa dalawa yung pumalpak. Wala na. Ah, uh, Siyempre, yung yung conducting with my head parang wala na akong choice no kasi you're you're a playing md mm-hmm. and it's, it's quite difficult to conduct while you need to play with both hands uh but naging advantage ah uh, syempre no wala na akong buhok mas madali may spotlight na lang alam mo yun and yung position ng banda kasi kar- karaniwan malayo tayo di ba malayo yung banda sa sa stage uh yeah, actually nami-miss ko yan Jamie kasi matagal ko na hindi nagagawa. 2017 pa yung last show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nakaka-miss talaga. Nakaka-miss so, mag-perform. Yeah, but when you when you shaved your head and you were conducting with your head, I specifically remember a show, one show. We were in were we in Malaysia? I think we were in Malaysia for Saturday Night Fever. Yes. And um my draft, new aircon na draft nasa tapat Nasa, it was right above CJ's head. So, nalimigan, nalimigan si CJ. So, naglagay ng itim na beanie. So, yung sa act one, lahat kami nawawala kasi nas, hindi namin makita yung ulo ni CJ. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So, sa mga nawala na, bawal na yung beanie. Bawal na yung beanie. I'm sorry kung nalimigan ka, bro. Pero we need to see your head. And that's yeah, it. That's led to a lot of instances. I mean, when I started working as an AD, um, as an assistant director, I started working with you a lot closely. 
um, because we would be, um, you know, figuring out how to get the actors to, to be able to, you know, emotionally give the music or what are we, what scene are we taking today? We would go through the details, diba. Yeah. And I think my favorite, my first one was Carrie, but I think my favorite really was Adam's family, because I was Uncle Fester, I was the narrator, and that was so much fun because I think. Um, it was yung music niya um, was it was parodies kasi mm. of a lot of different musical theater pieces and it was so much fun to do um, Adam's Family and at the same time parang twins na tayo kasi nagpakalbo din ako eh so parang <laughs> I see pictures sometimes of when we're you know yung mga backstage shots na parang uy pareho kami kalbo ni CJ <laughs> We actually have a photo with Michael De Mesa. Uh, That's right. The, night. Yes. right. the three of us, the three of yes. us with, with shaved heads. But it was so much fun to do because, I mean, as the narrator, I was on stage most of the time. So my relationship with the musical director who was conducting the music was so um, intense. But I want to share a story with our viewers tonight. So when, you know, the day that I, um, I got the news because I auditioned for Uncle Fester in The Adams Family, uh, the musical. And I remember um, the day that I got the news that I got the role. And I told CJ, you know, bro, I got the role. You know, I got Uncle Fester. And you know what CJ does? He, he laughs at me. You know, he laughs at me. And I'm like, why are you laughing? You know, I thought you'd be happy for me that I got the role. And what did you tell me, CJ? Well, merong a high C. Good luck. <laughs> bro, sa solo song mo sa actu, yung last note mo, high C. High C. And guys, I'm a baritone, all right? I'm a rock baritone. I'm like, I don't even know how that sounds like because I never thought I would be capable of reaching that, you know, that range. So I had to take voice lessons from Pablo Molina every, every rehearsal day. Kahit na wala pa yung rehearsal ng song na yun. Pagpasok ko sa rehearsal hall, si CJ piniplay niya yung high C sa piano. Just to orient my ear. Because I've never been a... I would never... I've never had to sing that note in my entire life, right? And and um, the funniest part is CJ, what CJ would do is every time I'd walk into the rehearsal hall, he would play the high C for me. And that alone helped my ear develop to the point where, okay, I know where I have to go. And that's the kind of guy that I really appreciate. That's why I love you, CJ. Because you really make it a point, even unofficially, kahit alam ko, inaasar mo lang ako na, oh, Jamie, ito yun, ting, you know? But inadvertently, it helps me do my job a lot better. And that's the beauty of it. Um, if you have CJ as a musical director, I've always said this, and I will always say that you are in the best of hands. Because he's easy to, you're easy to work with. You're masipag. You are you you do your research, you do your work, and at the same time, you also know how to communicate with your actors, um, and you talk to them in different ways, because like you know you know how to talk to me. Talking to me is different from talking to Nyoy, or of talking course. to Batman, or talking to Calvin Miliado. I just named all the bugoys <laughs> in in Atlantis. But you know when you were doing this run of um, like for example your your uh, Atlantis run. Um, you started writing your own musicals. Yes, uh, and, I did. And we were, we were talking about Isang Panaginip na Fili, which was your first. 
Yes, I, right? I did write that musical back in 2008. So that was before. Well, I did. I was already. I did Avenue Q for for Atlantis at that time. Pero hindi pa ako music director. Ah, uh, ko ni Floyd kasi nanood siya ng masterclass ng ng POC. So I played Manny. Uh, yes, it's Sherry Hill yung kalas namin at that time. And Floyd watched that show. And uh, he congratulated me after the show. And then, nagkataon naman, Christmas party afterwards, uh, siya yung nakabunot sa akin. Ako yung, ako yung, ako yung bibigyan niya ng gift. And uh. he gave me an ethnic drum uh, nung, nung Christmas na yun with a note. Sabi niya, do you compose? Well, let's talk. And then, nag-usap kami. Invite niya ako for a dinner. At that time, doon nakilala sila Direct Tony, ano yun? Uh, yeah. All-star cast din yun sa dinner table, sila Sir Alex. Binigyan niya sa akin script nung sa panigit na pili. And uh, kaya sobrang thankful ako kay Floyd kasi after that, dami namin ginawang shows, di ba? Pero yung isang panaginip na pili talaga yung yung nagbigay sa akin na opportunity to write for theater. Kasi sumusulat ako for my band back then. Oh. Hindi sumigat yung band ako kasi... Hindi kami mga pogi. Pupunta <laughs> kami sa mga open mic session pero walang naikinig sa amin. So yung mga songs ko para, alam mo yun, puro, uh, tawag dito, masyadong uh, senti daw. Mm. So yun yung, yun yung, yun yung uh, sinasabi sa amin sa mga open mic sessions. Uh, but yung opportunity na binigay sa akin ni Floyd to write for isang panaginip na Philly, for DUP, yeah. uh, Siya yung, para sa akin, siya yung pinaka-memorable ko na, na original musical na ginawa ko so far. Of course, there's anong walang kapatid, di ba? Yes. Pero iba pa din yung una eh, di ba? Iba pa din yung una. And so, when you when you got the responsibility, when you when the responsibility of having to write a music uh, musical came into, you know, fell into your lap, what was your first approach to it? What, what you know, if you've never done this before, how how did you attack this? Well, nung mabasa ko pa lang yung, yung libreto ni Floyd, ang dami ng melodies na pumapasok sa utak ko. Kinakanta ko na kagad yung, ano, yung, mga, yung mga titik niya. Mm-hmm. So alam ko na may, may direction agad. Alam mo yun, at that time, uh, I'm studying uh, shows by Sondheim. E pareho kami na yun ang paborito namin ni Floyd at that time. So yun yung parang study material namin for for that show. Kaya yun. Uh, ang saya mo collaborate kay Floyd kasi kapag nabasa mo pa lang yung mga letra niya. Uh, yeah. grabe, he's a lyric writer talaga. Uh, yeah. Floyd, lyric Floyd, Floyd, yeah. Floyd is just brilliant. Yeah, you know? he is. Brilliant mind. Oh, nagtatanong si Ellie. What was your band? What was the name of your band now? Ah, Ellie Buendia to idol. Ah, uh, Pangalan ng banda ko, Pintig. Nagsimula kami, Kahon ang title, Kajon. Kasi gusto naming magbarko. Lagi kami nag-aaway-aaway. Mapanood nila to okay lang. <laughs> Pero then we changed it to Pintig. Tapos nagsusulat ako ng mga original songs back then. Tuturo ako sa CSA, di ba? Kaluyo sa Agustin. So ginamit ko mga connections para magbigay na CDs sa mga record companies. Ayun, awan ng Diyos, walang, walang bumalik sa amin. So, okay lang. Hindi <laughs> 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 talaga para sa akin yun. Hirap talaga. Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess, you know, the universe is telling you, you know, when you were 12, um, yes. you know, hear music, and then when you fail PT, and, you know, psychology, oh, dito ka sa music, pero hindi sa banda. Yes. Ibang-ibang aspect ang, uh, we need you in another aspect. So, your Nag- collaboration with Floyd um, started with isang panaginip na feeling. And then continued on to ang nawalang kapatid. 
Yes. Uh, isang panaginip na feeling muna for the UP and then we did uh, walang kapatid for uh, Ateneo Children's Theater. Mm-hmm. Bago siya, bago siya kinuha ng the UP. Yeah. Uh, and then meron pa kaming ginawa ibang mga musicals for uh, Ateneo Children's Theater. Uh, siguro tatlo, uh, three or tatlo yata. We did a lot of shows, may corporate musicals pa kami ni Ploy, uh, mga musicals for schools. So, ang dami niyang binigay sa akin talaga na opportunity to write. And then you also mentioned that you were teaching music in Claire San Agustin, um, which I am a proud, um, I can't even say alumni kasi nasipa ako ng third year. Eh. Sikat, Pero, sikat ka dun bro. Kung <laughs> dati ko pa lang dun, kilala nila si Jamie Belson. Oo, oh, kasi may dalawang may dalawang rules sa sa handbook of rules nila na galing sa akin eh. Um, bawal mag-combat boots as leather shoes. Tsaka bawal maghikaw yung mga lalaking estudyante. Kasi philosopher ako nung high school, sabi ko wala naman sa libro ng rules niyo na bawal ako magano eh. Mag uh, maghikaw eh. Kasi babae lang dapat ang di ba hindi pwedeng dangling earring sa babae. So ako nakahikaw ako. Tapikon na pikon sila, oh. That's why I got kicked out. I was such a philosopher in high school. I had no discipline. I had, you know, I was I was a bad student. But I think I would have enjoyed um, taking music under you because I think that's what also led you to becoming a better musical director because you're a music teacher. So working with you as a musical director, when you're teaching us the music, you already had a background when the shows came of teaching. So, you know, I, I remember, you know, and, and ladies and gentlemen, learning songs for a musical, um, you have maybe one day or two days to get your notes down. And then you start blocking and then you start, you know, um, you have to know how to sing your songs, basically. So it's a lot of cramming going on. And, you know, with CJ at the helm and with Man Man Ang Siko, our, our dear friend also as the vocal coach, um, I think you made the best tandem simply because you guys had the, the background of not only in music, but also of teaching and carrying out the director's vision. When you were doing um, your originals and working closely with the director, it gave you more freedom to do this because you can literally change the music because it's your music. No? Um, when you were creating, for example, let's, let's go into Ang Nawalang Kapatid. Um, when you were creating that out of Floyd's libretto, and you know you had you had Dexter. Dexter was your director, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, first, it was Tony, direct Tony, uh, Tony, Tony and, then, and then Dexter uh, took over. This is for Nawala Kapatid or isang panaginip yeah. na Fili? Nawala Kapatid. Uh, Nawala Kapatid. Yeah, Dexter talaga. Dexter. Dexter talaga, yeah. diba? Um Would Would you think is that, was that a different kind of stress? Actually, hindi. Kasi sabi mo nga yung freedom, eh, di ba? Alam mo yun, kasi nga... Well, nung ginawa naman namin yung Anawalang Kapatid for DUP, uh, nagawa na siya sa Ateneo Children's Theater. Siyempre, nung ginawa siya ni Dexter, ibang klase, di ba? Lumipad pa siya ng, ng gusto. Uh, yung kaibahan nun sa isang panaginip na Fili, kasi bago talaga yun. Uh, hindi pa yun na siya show. Y- yun talaga yung premiere nung, nung show na yun. So, there's that difference there. Uh, but, yeah, sobrang supportive kasi si Sir Tony at that time. Dalawa sila ni Floyd na director nun. Sir Tony directed it for uh, Angeles University Foundation. Doon siya nag-open. And then si, si Floyd naman sa Manila. Uh, basta maraming kwento doon eh. Pero hindi ko na nasasabihin dito. <laughs> kasi hindi, hindi talaga ako dapat yung composer 
sa sa Pampanga but uh, they ended up using my my songs uh for that too. That's interesting when you say when you have the more the more freedom you have because you're the composer and you're the uh, and you're the musical director. You have a lot more freedom because like you know especially working with somebody like Dexter Santos who has he's a very creative for me he's like a creative genius where he gets an idea one day na mag-add tayo ng eksena dito, kailangan ko ng music. Yes. Kailangan natin, kailangan natin, kailangan natin kailangan bukas. So I'm sure, I'm sure that was a certain level of stress that you had to go home and I'm like, I have to write music for this scene tomorrow. Right? May mga ganun si Dexter eh. Yeah. Brilliant director si, si Dexter talaga. Si Tipe ng tigabilang niya nun eh. Tigabigay sa akin ng AIDS. <laughs> Pero no, kasi nang ginawa namin yung uh, nawalang kapatid for the UP, uh, girlfriend ko na si Louis at the time. So siya na yung naging arranger ko for that. So siya yung nasa stress actually. Kasi <laughs> nagawa ko na yung songs eh. So pagdating sa areglo, sa pagdagdag ng AIDS, uh, si Tipe nang kausap niya. <laughs> so you, so you, passed it on, you passed the stress on to Louis? Yes, that's why there's and, an arranger. <laughs> and, uh, and obviously, she loved it because, you know, she married you. <laughs> yes, Palasan choice. <laughs> <laughs> and so with all your experience being, you know, MDs for shows, composer, arranger here for shows, teaching music and all that, all that, I'm sure, you know, um, all, all, your, all your experience and all your, you know, stress and, and finding your voice in terms of teaching um, the music to the musicians and to the actors and all, all that led you to where you are now, which is, uh, you know, you are now the musical director for Hong Kong Disneyland. Oh. Yes. And so um, how did that process happen, CJ? Paano ka, ka nakalanding dyan? Well... Uh, unang-una, nag-retiro muna ako sa Pilipinas. Uh, back then, siyempre nag-asawa na ako, nagka-anak. So, alam mo na, mayroon buhay, mayroon ang buhay ng freelancer. Eh. Diba? So, that time, uh, nag-iisip ka na ano yung kailangan kong gawin para makapag-provide ako dito sa anak ko. Diba? So, I decided uh, na 2015 yata, after Bridges and Madison County, that I'm going to, you know, to, to leave. I, I told Bobby. <laughs> so sabi sa akin ni Direk Babo, 19 na naman kita, di ba? Pero next year kasi si Lea yung ano eh, yung bida namin sa fan home. Eh. So baka gusto mo i-postpone muna yan. <laughs> so never ko pa nakakatrabaho si Lea at that time. Uh, sabi ko, sige na nga, stay ako na isang taon. So nag-stay pa ako na isang taon. And uh, actually, naging one and a half years pa siya kasi nagkaroon ng rerun yung fan home. Pero feeling ko lang kasi yun yung 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 yun yung, yung last show na pinakamagandang gawin ko, di ba? For me, at least makatrabaho ko siya. Uh, and then, yun nga, nag, uh, nag-stop na ako to do shows and uh, I applied, uh, I tried to apply for a teaching job uh, abroad. Mm-hmm. Uh, meron akong sister sa UAE, so naghahanap ako ng, ng opportunity doon. Nagpunta tayo sa Malaysia and Singapore, so naghahanap din ng opportunity doon. So I got interviewed for for uh, a teaching job for some international schools in Singapore and uh, in Malaysia. I actually got an offer sa Malaysia to teach uh, kasama okay. yung pamilya and all that. Pero, alam mo yun, sa, sa isip mo, gusto ko na bang bumalik sa pagtuturo? Kasi mm-hmm. I left CSA. I love CSA. It's just that 
alam mo yun, feeling ko parang yung pasensya ko, hindi, <laughs> hindi ko alam ko kaya ko magturo ng ano, ng, ng anin na taon. Alam mo yun, ng, ng six-year-old kid. Yeah, yeah. So, medyo nasusukat na yung pasensya ko at that time. And then, nag enjoy na ako sa musical theater, kahit na second keyboard player pa lang ako. Uh, tapos, yun nga, I'm doing shows, pero lagi ako absent sa CSA. That's why I decided to leave. Uh, so, nung malis ako sa Atlantis, yun lang naman ang pwede kong gawin eh, at the time. Hindi ko alam kung paano ako mapapasok yung, yung pagiging music director abroad, di ba? Oh. Dahil wala rin naman kong makukuha sa sa Pinas after kong mawala sa Atlantis. Uh, wala akong naging shows sa ibang grupo. Although, yun niya, ang dami nagbibigay sa akin ng mga, ng mga projects for events and all that. Uh, tapos, nang tatanggapin ko na yung, yung, ano, yung offer sa Malaysia, di lang naman nagbigay sa akin, di lang nagsend sa akin ng private message si Ron na, hey, <laughs> hey, uh, naaalis siya sa, ano, naaalis siya sa, sa, dis- sa kong Disneyland. And uh, once na-open yung, yung trabaho, then go for it. So, so na-open siya in, after a week. Yata, hindi ko na matanda ko ilang, ilang linggo bago na-open yun. Mm. I applied. Uh, and then, I got interviewed. Skype lang, di ba, nung time na yun. Uh, tapos walang resulta eh. Kasi hindi mo alam. Dahil alam ko marami siyempre nag-apply doon at that oh. time. So, naghihintay yung Malaysia sa napumirma ako doon sa kontrata na si Desensa. Oh my God! So, andun yung choice na tanggapin yung yun, yung trabaho. Kasi trabaho yun, di ba? At oh. maganda naman yung opportunity. So, I, mm-hmm. I talked to Luis. Sabi ko, ano ba? Uh, kasi ito sigurado na. Ito na yung trabaho. Oh, yung do, we sa, sign or, do we sign or do we wait? Yes. Eh, yung sa Hong Kong, I'm sure ang dami magagaling na mag-a-apply doon. Uh, hindi lang sa Pilipinas. <laughs> Buong mundo yun eh, di ba? So, sabi niya kasi sa siya yung nagsabi sa akin na alam ko kung ano yung gusto mong gawin. Gusto mong maging music director. So, let's wait. Kung hindi mo makuha yan, then we'll wait for another year if you know if you need to hanggang makahanap tayo ng trabaho. So, we waited. We waited <laughs> for a few more months and then, yun na. Uh, they flew me in and uh, toured me uh, around the park. Tapos, after a few weeks, I was, you know, I was given the job. I was offered the job. And, uh, yun, hallelujah moment. So, so, basically, you decided, so your last show that you were the MD for was working with Disney Princess Leia Salonga. Perfect. And then you're, yeah, what, what a way to close it out. You're working with Leia Salonga, who is a Disney princess, and then you went to working for you know, Hong Kong, Disneyland. That's amazing. Yes. Well, that actually, am- that's amazing. Yeah, totoo. Actually, nung, yung last show dapat nung 2016 was with Joe Ampil. Ready na ako to, ano eh, to leave at that time. Uh-huh. Kasi syempre, Joe Anna Ampil na, alam mo yun, hindi ko pa rin siya nakatrabaho first time. But then yun nga, sabi niya, alam mo si Bobby, galing mag-convince ito, di ba? Oh, Jersey Boys next year. Jersey Boys. Tapos, na, fun home with Leia. So, yun na. Ayun Actually, na. after fun, after fun home, siyempre, eh, sinasabi pa rin niya saan, oh, ito shows next year, ba? gusto mo, gusto mo <laughs> i-postpone rin isang taon. Uh, pero mahal na mahal ko yun. Yeah. Actually, talagang ginawa nila lahat, sila ni, ni Sir Bob, just to convince me to stay. Uh, alam nila yung reasons ko kung bakit, you know, kung bakit gusto ko umalis, kailangan ko umalis. Pero, hinahanapan talaga nila ako ng opportunity eh, na 
na ma-convince to stay. But uh, ano na ako na, decidito na talaga ako to leave. Yeah. Well, you're working for the happiest place on earth, man. You know? Yes, man. <laughs> That's Disneyland, you know? So, so you're, you're, can you take us through a regular working day of yours as musical director for Hong Kong Disneyland? Because basically, all the music that, that is playing there for all the shows and all the events going on is care of you. You're in charge of that, right? Yeah. So uh, what's your regular working day like? Maaga gumigising and then, of course, you need to check emails. Kasi karamihan naman ang email na papadalaan uh, tungkol sa music na nangyayari sa park. And then when I when I go to work, you know, doing rounds, uh, trying to watch shows just to make sure that yung, yung standards nandun pa din. Uh, watching the the atmosphere shows like yung mga banda namin ganyan uh, and then emails meetings lots of it uh, hanggang hanggang matapos yung araw uh, I always have a full day yun lang busy talaga siya sa isa, sa isang araw pero yun nga eh ang sarap kasi dun sa park ba? alam mo <laughs> yung workplace mo yeah <laughs> you yeah, you work. I mean, I actually had the opportunity to visit you um, in in Hong Kong Disneyland when my wife and I uh, took our anniversary uh, trip there, and I saw you um, at the top of the day when the park opened, and I didn't see you for the rest of the day because <laughs> and, and I remember you kept on texting me on 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 you kept on messaging me on WhatsApp. Sorry, bro, busy, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I didn't really get to see you. But you know what I after after the day? in day. Si Luis, okay. Kami. Pero, okay. but you, we were supposed to see each other, but then you know you had to take care of something. Something was going, you know, longer than you uh, assumed. And he was like, and you were, you were just like, just go enjoy yourself, you know. Um, and I think you did enjoy, it, right? I, I sort oh of God, I had so much fun. I had so much fun. Um, and I, you know, as I was walking through um, the park that day. Um, you know, in the beginning, you're wondering, okay, what rides am I going to ride, you know, and all that. And I'm thinking, I, I was just imagining the idea of, imagine working here. This is where you go to work every day. And just the whole idea of being on the happiest place on earth. And not only that, but creating music um, for it. Um, are there any opportunities? Like when you test out a new show, um, do you still tweak it after it opens? Do you yes. still fine-tune it? So it's a yes. constant state. So that's why you go and monitor the shows. You Not only are you monitoring um, like the band and the performance and the standards and the quality, but you're also, I'm sure, you're also monitoring the audience reactions. Yes, we do. Uh, well, to answer your question, if we tweak the show once we open, uh, not necessarily. Pero siyempre, parang, parang musical theater din. Bago talaga kami mag-open, there are a lot of tweaking, tweakings going on bago okay. namin ilabas yung final product. Pero once na open na yung show, uh, that's it, I think. Yun na yun. Yun, yun na yun. And then you're, you're constantly not only monitoring um, the quality of your shows, but then you're creating new shows to yes. come in. Yun so yung masaya <laughs> So that's the that's the bulk of your work is is doing that. Yes, creating shows, uh, making sure that that the current shows are are up and running. Uh, show standards has to be upheld, of course. 
Uh, and yun, collaborating with our musicians in the park. Ang dami nating Pinoy na musiko dito na yun din, magagaling din mag-areglo. Uh, yun, just you, trying to handle them. Do you have your own studio in the park? Yes. Wow. Ah, oh, I can just imagine what Disney, what kind of studio Disney would build you. Oh my God. Well, yeah. Uh, enough siya to, to be able to get the job done. Uh, pero madaming toys, of course. Well, I should I should hope so because it's Disneyland, right? I mean, you know that that's your that's that's your real playground. Hindi yung park, pero yung studio mo, dami mong toys. Yes. Yun yeah. so what, yung, yung pangalawang bahay ko, yung yung studio sa sa park. What what would you say is the most challenging aspect of being the musical director for Hong Kong Disneyland? Uh yun yeah, making sure that the show is is up and running kasi yun din parang sa musical theater uh, parang diyan sa Manila di ba iba-iba uh, mm. yung pupasok iba-ibang mga vocalist for example oh. uh, I mean uh, how to be able to communicate with them uh, and then you're talking to and you're, and you're talking to international people you're not yes. just talking to I mean you know not just Filipinos but you're talking to People from the UK, people yes. that you know, Chinese, you know, yes. you know, and so on and so forth. My God, so you have a translator? Yeah, because most challenging for me, alam mo na English ko, di ba? Alam mo naman ako. Eh. So yeah, yun yung most challenging talaga don, kasi every day the mood goes low. But that's fantastic. I mean, like you know, I'm so, I'm so happy and I'm so proud that all these, you know, all, I'm so glad you didn't become a physical therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kasi kundi wala Sim- trabaho, probably. <laughs> simply, simply because I mean, you know, somebody with somebody with you know as much heart as you do, as you have, and uh, as sipag as you are, and the musical talent that you have, you are not only getting to share your talents. You know, you 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 started sharing your talents with us here in Manila, and now you're sharing your talents with you know an international audience from all walks of life who just walks into the happiest place on earth. And I think, you know, that's, that's the most amazing thing um, for me in terms of being able to, to share your talent with people um, and be responsible for, for uh, you know, the, the musical happiness when you're walking through the park. I mean, there's music constantly going on in the park. And and when you watch the shows, if you've never been to Disneyland, guys, you know, as soon as this pandemic is done, you should go. Because it's the most amazing experience in the world. And to to know you may because I've been to Disneyland before. I've been to I've been to uh, the one in the US, you know, and all that. But it was it it made it made so a much bigger impact on me when I was in Hong Kong Disneyland and watching the shows because for me I had an immediate connection. Eh? I'm like Gawani CJ yan eh. So it was such a more it was a more personal um experience for me because having worked with you and knowing how talented you are, you know, when I watched those shows there, I was almost in tears when we stuck in the when we went to the parade, I was almost in tears because I was so proud of my friend. And I can't I can't thank God enough that you did not become a physical therapist. <laughs> 
Okay, CJ, we're going to go into our rundown right now. We're going to ask okay. you 10 quick questions. Okay, so um, uh, just the first thing that comes to your mind. No need to explain sure. it, or you can explain it if you want to. Okay. Oh, oh, no, wala. All right. Uh, well, you know, looks like CJ doesn't want to answer more questions. <laughs> All right. So, you know, it's amazing, you know, when, when you see, when you chart the journey of somebody who has started out, um, you know, his parents had other plans for him. And I'm sure um, all of us in the arts, you know, have had plans um, for uh, different plans um, mapped out for them. Oh, CJ's back. Sorry, okay. Pat. <laughs> okay lang. So we have different, you know, the, the different plans that are mapped out for us. Um, I'm just glad that we're here right now doing what we do. You know, not just because our lives have led us to where we are right now, even with the world going through a pandemic, we're still trying our best to do what we do, uh, what we love to do at least. Okay, so let's get to the rundown. All right, okay. 10 quick questions, CJ. Yes. Uh, question number one, what is your favorite word? Grateful. Nice. Yeah, that's a good word. Okay, what is your least favorite word? Pwede ba dalawang words? Oh, sige, go, go. Tumabaka. Kasi kaya ako napapayat lagi ako sinasabihan ng ganun. So, yeah. Least favorite word. Words. Yeah, the least favorite word, tumabaka. Okay, that's I, I hear that all the time. Okay, CJ, what turns you on? My wife. Yeah. Woohoo, Luis. I hope she's watching. Oh, well, okay. So, what turns you off? Uh, lazy people. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's true. I, <laughs> I agree. That. You got you got to put in the work, guys. You got to you got to you got to put in the work. Okay. Um, what sound or noise do you love? Uh, sound of the waves. Mm. The waves of the ocean. Nice. What yeah. sound or noise do you hate? The sound of my neighbor. Yelling at each other. Hindi kasi nag-aaway. Hindi naman maintindihan. Okay, CJ. What is your favorite shower song? I'm sure you sing in the shower. Pare ko. Pare ko. Yeah, baby. All right. Okay. Next question. What habit or behavior annoys you the most? Ah... Yun din. Uh, tamad talaga. Tamad talaga. Bawal. Yun ang pet peeve ko talaga yun. Bawal talaga yung tamad. And you know, that goes hand in hand with being grateful, di ba? Parang if you're yes. able to do the work, you might as well do the work. Give your 100% na nandun ka na eh. Yeah. Di ba? Huwag ka tamad-tamad. Don't, don't, don't cheat. Kumbaga, kasi yeah. yung nangyayari, iba kasi parang dinadaya nila but they're not giving the 100% na yan. Tapos, yun. So you always gotta bawal tamad. You always have to give 100%. <laughs> okay? okay, so uh, question number nine. If you could collaborate with any artist, living or dead, past or present, who would that be? Uh, isa lang ba? Oh, you can, you can name as many as you want. Okay, uh, Steven Sondheim, uh, Jason Robert Brown, Boy. And hopefully, crossing fingers, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yun! Yun! Wow, I'm sure if you're going to be collaborating with them, nakakailang palit ka ng t-shirt niyan. Kasi uh, post na post ka <laughs> hindi na. Wala si Bobby sa room eh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, uh, question number 10. When you get to heaven, 
And that's going to be a long time for now. But yes. when you do get to heaven, what do you want God to say to you? That, uh, that I did well. And uh, that na sana hindi ako masyadong na sana hindi ako masyadong naging hard sa sarili ko. Alam mo yan? Uh, and that you can rest well now. Nice. Good. Oh, parang, parang that, that's always the validation we need. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Ako probably, if I ever do get to heaven and God sees me, he's probably gonna ask me, Jamie, are you sure you're Spanish? here? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's double check ko lang yung listahan eh. Kasi hindi ako sigurado kung dapat dito ka eh. Dito ka lumanding eh. <laughs> okay, ZJ, one for the road. Okay. Um, yeah. What words of wisdom or advice would you give to anyone starting out in the arts or in music? Well, of course, do your assignment. Uh, kasi yung mga directors, for example, kasi musical theater naman yung yung background ko dyan, di ba? They are expecting a lot from you. Uh, and I'm going to talk about, you know, if you're starting out as a musician or a music director, uh, you need to put in the work. You need to practice. Uh, a lot of us just sight-read <laughs> during rehearsals. And I guilty din ako dyan nung medyo bata-bata ako kasi classic, ano yun, classicista ka, marunong kang magbasa. So, hindi lang practice yeah. But then, of course, uh, once you meet someone, for example, like Bobby or Man Man, who will yeah. demand a lot from you, out, yun, sayo, uh, then you need to, to be ready and prepared. Don't be late. Uh, uh, of course, be collaborative. You need to be open-minded. Kasi, yun niya, minsan, karamihan sa mga artists, sarado isip, di ba? So, you need to be, you need to be open-minded. Uh, kasi that's the only way to go. And that's the only way to stay in sa industriya. Uh, in my opinion. Uh, yun lang. Disiplina talaga yung pinakamahalaga sa lahat para sa akin. Uh, para mag- mag-stay ka na matagal dyan sa, sa industriya natin. Disiplina tsaka kasipagan. Bawal tamad. Bawal tamad. <laughs> Lang yun. Alright. So, okay. So, CJ, so right now, you are musical director of Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, do you have any plans of perhaps writing another original musical? Uh, for Disney, for, you know, for the company, you mean? For, no, or... for, just for you. Just for your own personal. If you were to write a new original musical, what would it be about? Actually, may sinulat kami dalawang musicals na hindi pa napapalabas eh. Uh, oh. Floyd. Oh. Oh. Pero naghahanap pa yun ng opportunity kung kailan siya ipapalabas. Uh, uh, sabi, sabi ni Gold, uh, may comment si Gold. Sabi yes. ni God kay CJ, Hoy, asa na yung musical para sa heaven? Ayan. Ayan. Siyempre, rock, write... music, rock musical yun, for sure. Oh. Diba? At kung umabot ako sa langit, doon ako lalanding. Yes. Sa rock part ng langit. Ako yung aabot sa'yo. <laughs> kung nandun din ako <laughs> kung nandun ako kung umabot pa ako dun <laughs> baka hindi uh, so you have so you have two new musicals two original musicals that are just in the wings waiting to happen uh, yes well actually it was commissioned but uh, hindi pa siya natuloy uh, uh, yun lang yun <laughs> ano yan so, panalo yung director so, tapos si Floyd yung writer pero hindi pa namin siya napapalabas uh, just oh, well, waiting for the opportunity. Pero very relevant yung, ano, yung topic nung, nung, nung show na yun. Uh, it's about Hong Kong. Uh, uh, basta, yung mga nangyari dito in the past, before the pandemic. Mm. Uh, 
nandun yun. Uh, yun nga lang, hindi pa siya napapalabas. <laughs> wala well, pang... Well, wala pang well, soon, you know, when the world gets back to a sort of, some sort of normal and live shows can happen again, um, I'm really looking forward to hearing more original music from you. And if that doesn't happen soon enough, if I can travel, we're, we're gonna come visit you there, bro. Yes. And we are constantly creating new shows here naman, James. So, uh-huh. yun lang, hindi man original yung, yun ang karamihan sa mga songs na, na sa akin, yun nandun. Pero, uh-huh. alam yun, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put my own stomp into it. Pero naman, masaya ako sa Pilipinas. So, ang daming mga, ang daming mga happenings before the pandemic happened. So I'm constantly monitoring mga original musicals na naginagawa. Nakakamiss eh. Alam mo yun, saya-saya nyo dyan eh. Uh, and uh, I'm praying that, you know, after all of this, makabalik tayo doon sa estado na yun. Kasi syempre yung all-out support ko sa lahat ng mga kapatid dati dyan sa industriya, kahit malayo ako, nandun pa rin. Yes. And no matter how far you are, we're also fully supporting you because we love you, brother. So thank so I you. I love you, thank- man. Thank you, CJ. Thank you for making the time. Um, my love to your wife and your son. And um, I hope to vi- I hope to visit you and come over one day. And uh, pag uh, lumanding ako doon ulit, um, mag apply na ako para maging Chewbacca sa Star Wars world niyo. Yes. Pasok sa hype. <laughs> so let's talk about it. <laughs> All right, CJ. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, CJ Javier. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Good night. All right. All right, you know, it was fantastic talking to somebody who's like, you know, abroad. Um, he's in Hong Kong. He's been in Hong Kong for a few years. And seeing from his humble beginnings, um, he basically has made a dream come true. And it's even a dream that he didn't know he had. So if there's a message for anybody who's watching there tonight, you know, who's watching us tonight, um, is that don't let go of your dreams. Um, I know uh, this has been a very trying year for us. And even though we are trying our best to survive, um, you need to have a reason to live. And the best reasons to live really, aside from the people that you love and the family that you enjoy, is to have a dream and to work your butt off to make sure your dreams come true. So yeah, that's our episode for tonight. But before we go... Uh, just a few reminders from Offshore Music. The new single from Pinkman is out on all streaming platforms. That's uh, The single is called Historical. And, uh, of course, June Lupita's album, Body 3 NMRK, is still out as well on all streaming platforms. So make sure to check those out. And Amori will be releasing a brand new single. Yay! New music on Friday. And it's called Talk Talk. Can't wait to see what this amazing artist comes up with next. Um, of course, a special edition photo book, alternate endings, the making of the final set, and the unmaking of an era is still available. There are a few copies left, so make sure to grab one now. And of course, uh, the Apartel Full Flood LP is selling like hotcakes. So you make sure you check out the official Offshore Music Record Store partners for your copy. Or, hey, just check out Offshore Music on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, just a few reminders also from our friends, from liquor.ph. Uh, if you want to celebrate St. Patrick's Day this March, do it with a special class of liquor from liquor.ph. This March 18th, liquor.ph will be celebrating St. Patrick's Day together with the two most iconic Irish whiskeys out there, Jameson Irish Whiskey and Redbreast. Join us for the most for most comprehensive virtual Irish whiskey tasting in the country. 
Now, if you want to join, purchase a bottle of Jameson's product or Red Breast this month and secure your slot for their virtual tasting via Zoom with a special kit with samples of Jameson, Jameson Black Barrel, Jameson 18, and the beloved Red Breast 12. Pick up a bottle today and trust us when we say luck is on your way, my friends. Luck is on your way. Thank you so much to Buenos Dias Panaderia for your yummy Milo buns. Always a pleasure. Always a source of happiness. Thank you so much to the Misty Mountain Cafe. And thank you all for tuning in. And we'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel, and a very exciting guest. So stay tuned to the Offshore Music uh, Facebook and Instagram pages. And please be sure to follow the pages also of Buenos Dias Panaderia and the Misty Mountain Cafe. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us tonight. This is Jamie Wilson reminding you to stay safe, stay strong, and stay sane. Keep on rocking and keep on rolling. And, man, if all else fails, let the music keep you going. And if life finds you shaken or stirred, mixed up, or on the rocks, what matters most is that you take your shot. Cheers, everybody. Thank you very much, and good night. On the Rocks with Jamie Wilson is brought to you by Offshore Music. Go where the sound takes you.